the cool thing is like people say that, oh, like staying safe, but like, is it really safe like getting stagnant? You know, like I am a perfect example of that. And kind of some of the things that have happened in my life, like that, that it really isn't staying safe. Like it is danger zone. Like I much rather be uncomfortable. And that's the cool thing about masterminds, group coaching programs, even one-on-one is you don't have to navigate that new territory by yourself, right? You have someone holding space for you. And And I have learned like having someone hold space for me and witness me as I transform and it be supportive. That's kind of where I've learned not to be so afraid of people seeing me. What's up, my soul sister? Welcome to the Happy, Purposeful, and Free Podcast, where we are all about going after our dreams, living aligned with our soul's purpose, and playing all out. I'm your guide, Katrina Lully, life and biz mentor, entrepreneur, mama four, wife, and big kid at heart. This is where you will get the realest of the real from me and our special guests about living a life with passion, alignment, and what's true for you. We don't do the small talk around here. We are all about being who we are, sharing the tools, tips, all the behind the scenes and inspiring stories that empower you to boldly pursue your life. I will share all the goods on life, business and relationships so that you can start living your happy, purposeful and free. Let's do this thing together. Happy, purposeful, and free podcast. I'm your host, Katrina Lelly. I am so excited to have Katie on the show today. Katie spent the first 30 years of her life struggling with crippling anxiety and fear. After going through years of therapy and learning, she stumbled upon neuro linguistic programming and it changed her life. Since then, she has transformed her confidence and learned a framework to not only befriend her mind, but find ways that work for her to show up in her power and live a life of impact. Today, she owns a coaching business where she helps other women do exactly that and has committed her life to helping women no longer self-sabotage and instead show up in their power so that they can live the life they know they are meant for. She is an NLP certified practitioner and life and success coach and currently lives in Boise, Idaho. We're almost neighbors. We're almost neighbors. You're in Colorado, right? Washington State. Washington. Yeah. Washington. Oh my goodness. We pretty much are neighbors. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Just a short six-ish hour drive and we could be together. <laughs> I love it. Are you close to Seattle? I am about 40 minutes south of Seattle. Oh my gosh. I've yeah. been there so many times. Okay. Next time we're there. Yes we're, yes, we're doing something. <laughs> Heck yeah, I would love, love that. So I'm so excited that you're here and so grateful. I love sharing, like I meet where I meet my guests from because again, the power of the internet and we just learned how much power it has because we tried to record and it died on me. So, um, but I met Katie in a mastermind <laughs> and uh, I love the power of those masterminds, group coaching programs you know, the networking, and it just is like a web and goes out. And so, um, Katie, I just, I just thank you so much for coming on to share your heart and your light with everybody. 
I am so, so excited to be here. So thank you for having me on. We have talked in depth off, you know, camera about our stories and we align so much in our past experiences and it's so much fun to like watch each other show up and, you know, do it despite the fear, despite the, you know, self-doubt, self-sabotage. And so I think it's, it's been really exciting and encouraging, like, oh, she's doing it. I can do it too. Like, okay, I can do funny reels. Like I can do this. And so, I mean, community is so, so important and having people that support you and build you up. So I'm so grateful to be here today. Uh, I love that so much. And you are so right. Like community is so, so important and making sure you get into the rooms. Were you one that always would put yourself into rooms like the mastermind that we met in or in groups? Or was that kind of like scary to you? Because I know it was for me at first. You know, I think that I've been that way in some form because I always knew I wanted to do things that maybe weren't normal or that I would have to learn a whole new set of tools to become the person that I wanted to be. And I knew that I couldn't do it by myself. And so for me, like in corporate, before I left corporate, that was always asking whoever was in charge, like, well, what can I do better? How did I do this week? And I would go seek that out. And so when I decided to be an entrepreneur, I thought, okay, this is even more important. Like I need people to see bigger than me. And that's been one thing that has really transformed my anxiety is being open to other people's thoughts and ideas. And maybe I don't know everything (laughs) and maybe my mind isn't the end all be all. And so for me, it's a really important part of, um, what I do, not just for business, but at a soul level, because I know I can't get there by myself. And so it's kind of like, I can read a book or I can go see people who are doing it and I can take the shortcut and, you know, people get really scared about investing in themselves, but that's essentially what it is. Like someone has built a bridge for you to go over instead of like going through the peaks and the valleys and all the pain. And so it, it has been amazing. And that mastermind, the people that I have met and the way it's propelled me forward, I just, anyone who's afraid of investing in themselves, I just want them to know, like you will always grow into the person that you put yourself in the room as. And so, yeah, I love it. Mm, I love that so much that you will always grow into the person with the people you put yourselves in the room with. And that is so, so true. I mean, number one, we're not meant to do anything alone. We're not meant to do life, business, parenthood, relationships. Like none of that is alone. We are a community based at the soul level. And I believe that a thousand percent. And then two, you talked about investing in yourself. And oh my gosh, I remember the first time I ever invested in a program in myself. And it was like $300 for the weekend. And at that time, that was a huge, huge, huge deal. Like how in the world do I spend $300? And thank God I did because that weekend was life transforming. And it's brought me like to here where I am today. And I want to say to that too, like we're, we're investing in ourselves every single day. It's just a matter of how do you want to invest? What do you want to do to invest? Mm. Grow yourself or continue to keep yourself small? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. 
I love that. That's kind of like the, if you're not going forward, you're going backwards. Like, are you investing into the best version of yourself or into your comfort zone and staying safe? And the cool thing is like, people say that, oh, like staying safe, but like, is it really safe? Like getting stagnant, you know, like I am a perfect example of that. And kind of some of the things that have happened in my life, like that, that it really isn't staying safe. Like it is danger zone. Like I'd much rather be uncomfortable. And that's the cool thing about masterminds, group coaching programs, even one-on-one is you don't have to navigate that new territory by yourself, right? You have someone holding space for you. And, and I have learned like having someone hold space for me and witness me as I transform and it be supportive. That's kind of where I've learned not to be so afraid of people seeing me mm. and doing it in a really safe container before I take that out into the world and try it there. Yeah, a thousand percent. And I I love how you just shared that. Like I it's a safe container for me to be seen. And mm-hmm. I know that there are so many people out there, so many women out there right now, like at the core of what's going on, they're they're afraid to truly be seen. They don't know what that's like. Can you dive a little bit more into that? Yes. Yes. I love this topic because it's really something that's come out for me, even in the last two months, I would say, as I've gone deeper and deeper into like what makes me me. And from a young age, um, I have been so afraid to take up space and for people to see me and that fear of people seeing me and rejecting me at my core of who I am really turned me into a chameleon where I could be exactly who you needed me to be. I got really good at reading people and understanding what they expected of me. And my life really became about being that person in that room based on those people. And I would go home and I wouldn't even know who I really was. And it was so hard to um, really like have a home inside myself because my home was in all these other people and I was all these different things. And so um, it was an easy way for me not to be fully seen. But when I decided to really get clear on like who God made me to be and who I was and who I was created to be, I was like, okay, well, I can't keep pretending because now I know who I am and now it really wants to come out. And so, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And one of the things that I tell myself and like somatic work and when I work with my body is like, you are safe. It is safe to be seen. It's safe to show up as yourself. It's safe to be you. And that's just something that I repeat to myself. And I think it gets easier and easier, but yeah, when you're trying to be something for everyone, um, you don't even know who you are. And so how are you going to take up space? in a way that is going to attract people to you and attract the right situations to you. If you're not even showing up as who you fully are, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That a chameleon. I identified with that so, so much thinking back into my own childhood, you know, it showed up a lot in middle school with friend groups and whoever Mm -hmm. I needed to be just to fit in. So I could feel that being seen and that is was such um, an aha for me, and and then identifying well, who am I really? Because at the bottom of it, you don't know. You you just don't like because like you said, you lose yourself in that. Who am I? Who am I really? 
And then when we can tap into that and figure out like, okay, that this is who I am. And that it takes time. It's not a, all of a sudden everything's downloaded to you. It takes time and it takes trial and error. And it takes practicing some things and trying some new things. And I think then too, like once we start showing up, the next step is to start speaking up, right? And mm-hmm. raising our hand, even, even if you're the beginner in the room, like I'm the beginner. And I remember doing that myself. And I know, I know you've done this too, like being the beginner in the room. And, and then people who we admire and look up to and who are crushing life, th- they can relate to us. Like they actually are like, yeah, I totally get it. I still go there sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. My, one of my mentors that I, um, actually, um, have had teachings with, and she's just so amazing. Her name is Jen Kennedy. And she talks about this, um, fabricated hierarchy that we have, and it really bleeds into like our pricing, our offerings, um, how we show up, how we treat other people, how we feel safe in a room where we kind of look at someone and go, okay, we, we put them up on a pedestal. Right. And we're, and we say, okay, if they're here, that means I'm here and this person's here. And all of a sudden we start giving everybody levels and we take the humanness out of our experience and start seeing people for their achievements and for their accolades and how long they've been in the business. And the only reason they're there and I'm here is because I haven't done what they've done. But at the core, we are human. We have the same needs. We have the same fears. We have the same dreams. We have the same desires. And so, you know, it's really important that we aren't putting other people up on pedestals and making them unrelatable to us. Um, because I, I don't know if it's something that we just naturally do or if it's cultural, but what it does is it alienates us from the dream that they have when the whole point of going first is to show other people that you can do it too. Mm. You're just the same as me. We can all do it. We're the same, you know? Mm. I love that perspective so, so much that we're just showing others that you can do it too. And truly like, we're just... I know for me, and I know, I know you well enough to know, like, we're just reaching our hands back saying, come along with us, come along with Mm -hmm. us. And what you described there is that comparison that we get stuck up in totally, which is, you know, a quick way to self-sabotage is a quick way to keep yourself small. So you talk about self-sabotage and helping women no longer do that. Share with like, first of all, what's self-sabotage, what can it look like? And then how do you help them get through that? Oh gosh, self-sabotage is my dear lifelong friend. <laughs> we go, we go, we go way back. You know, for me personally, self-sabotage is essentially um, oh gosh, it's so many things, but it's essentially um saying I'm not worthy or I'm not whatever it is to keep ourselves small. And, you know, we all have different reasons we self-sabotage, but often it goes really, really deep back to our programming, back to our childhood, um, back to the things that people have said about us. And those end up in a loop in our head, whether we realize it or not. And they lay this foundation where if we're not feeling truly safe in this new thing that we're doing, if we're not feeling totally aligned with this new thing that we're doing, um, it will 
put us right back to square one, right back at the starting point. And then we do it again and we do it again. And then we go, okay, I'm going to read a book and we still do it again. And then we say, oh, I'm going to invest in a coach. And then we do it again. And we're like, this, this isn't working. These programs don't work. This, these books don't work. What is wrong? And, you know, people get so hard on themselves and so judgmental of themselves for self-sabotage. And I just want to give people permission that it is totally normal. We have brains that are trying to keep us safe and we need to thank our bodies and our minds for keeping us safe and all the things that they've done. Once we do that and we release the judgment, we can build a new frame of reference. We can um, do the work in our mind and in our body to make that new thing be in alignment with us. And usually it's an alignment problem. Like if you have this goal and this dream and you can't get to it, you're not fully aligned with it. And, you know, um, like we could go so many ways with that, like accountability and um, motivation, all these things. But what it really comes down to is alignment. Mm. Because if you are so fully aligned with something, the fear of not doing it is um, greater than the fear of actually showing up and doing it. And so self-sabotage really is just a lack of alignment somewhere in your mind, in your values, in your beliefs, in what you think the consequences of you doing that new thing are going to be. You know, if you think that losing 15 pounds, um, you're going to have to sacrifice all the food that you want to eat. You're going to have to, um, you know, limit yourself. Your life's not going to be fun anymore. You can't go out and hang out with your friends as much. Your brain goes, why the, why the hell would I want to lose weight? That sounds awful. No, we're not doing that, um, which is why it's so important when we're doing change work um, that we focus on what we want more of rather than what we want to get rid of and less of. And that really does help get us into alignment with our desires and say, oh, yeah, I'm all on board with this. And so when I start feeling self-sabotage come up, I usually check in and say, where's this not aligned? Like what's coming up for me? Where does this not feel safe or feel good? Like what part of me doesn't want this? And then I know where I can work on it. Yeah. So, so good. And I love that you talked about how this is in alignment, like getting an alignment. And for me, I know my experience with alignment is it's either a belief that we need to change or it's just the, like a behavior that needs to come into alignment. Like there's something off. It's not just necessarily your belief. Maybe it's how you're showing up is not in line with your belief. And maybe your belief is that you deserve more, you know, but kind of like, I love that, you know, checking in with all, all different aspects of where is this coming in? How is this showing up? You know, and you know, we get to that point of, okay, do we want to keep doing this? Or do we want to keep spinning our wheels? It's kind of like that remaining stagnant. Do we want to keep remaining here? Or do we want to do step into the, into this new space? And I don't know about you, but I am finding more and more, especially as I work with my clients and talking to more people, you know, all of the strategy for business is out there. The A to Z mm-hmm. are out there and it's important to have accountability. It's important to have a business coach. But I think a key piece that's missing is this inner work. Yes. Are you finding yes. the same thing? Yes. 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 Because 
I knew you can know all the things. You can know everything. You can be an expert. There's experts out there who teach, but they don't do right. And, and it's, it's not really a core of who they are. And I think, you know, you have your beliefs, your values, but underneath all of that is your identity, who you are at your core. Mm -hmm. And um, that is where the really deep work is. Um, and once you work on your identity, and that's what I do with my clients, like the, one of the first things we do is who are you? Who are you? Because who you are is what you're going to do, right? Um, and be in alignment with that. So um, yes, the deep work is where all the magic is. And, you know, it's almost like having a really shiny car and never putting gas in it. Like you just kind of like stare at it and, oh, it's super pretty. And you go out and pet your car and you make sure it's super clean, but you never drive the car, right? That's literally for me what it's like knowing all the things and having all the knowledge, but not doing the work that I need to do to actually drive my business or drive my relationships or whatever it is. And so we're collecting this shiny knowledge, right? But the deep work is what gives it fuel and power and passion and actually makes you go somewhere. Yeah. Why do you think we avoid that deep work? Um, because it's different. Some people would say uncomfortable. I would say it's different. It's not, it, it's new. It's the unknown. And um, we are programmed to, to not necessarily welcome that. But you know, I think too, some of our patterns are so, so deep, mm -hmm. you know, like I look like I had to do so much work around um, perfectionism and people pleasing that were just part of who I was since as long as I can remember, like, that's not a coaching session. That's like, it's taken me months and months and I'm still working on those things. And so sometimes I think it's not that we don't want to change them we don't even know where to begin or yeah. how to begin and so you know I mentioned you know you read in my bio the neuro-linguistic programming um I have fallen in love with figuring out how my mind works you know 95 97 percent of all of our thoughts that drive us are unconscious and when I found that out, I was like, are you serious? Like my brain is in <laughs> overdrive all the time. And that's only 5%. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to learn about the subconscious because what it does is it allows us to get deeper, faster, and make those transformations with our whole mind on board, not just the mind that's saying the affirmations out loud and, you know, doing the, the surface things. Yeah, I think you're so spot on when, you know, it's the unknown and we have come into, we're in a culture where we need to know, we forget to rely that there's like, when you stop and you really focus, there is so much magic happening around you right now. There's so much unknown, the trees, you know, the electricity, like all of the things, all this energy that's going on. And we are, we've come into a society where a tangent, tangible society, like I need to know, I need mm. to see, I need to be able to touch and feel. And that's part of the fastness, the busyness, the overwhelm, the overwork, like, like, like all of these thoughts, instead of like yes. grounding ourselves and being present here. And now it's so beautiful when you do tap into that work. 
Mm. It doesn't yes. always feel and wonder. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't always feel good, but it's so, so beautiful. Like you see the beauty that's right outside of your nose, like literally. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we don't really like, we don't get rid of those things. We heal those things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my husband and I were talking about this the other day. I was like, you know, we've both done a lot of deep work. Um, we both met in recovery. Um, we're both, um, sober individuals and we've had to do talk about a lot of deep work, (laughs) right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, but we were talking and I was like, it's been so fun to watch you. And I don't feel like you've necessarily like changed into a different person more as much as, peeled layers back from yourself and like let all this stuff that isn't really you like fall off and when you see it as that versus like I've got to conquer this self-sabotage like I've got to conquer this I've got to stop doing this whatever it is no we're just we're just shedding layers that no longer serve us and that is such a more graceful and like you were saying like way of like awe and wonder and honoring, you know, how we were made rather than like, we got to get this done, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I so relate to that. Let's get this done. Let's power through. And, you know, same, you know, I've done years and years and years of work through different programs, through recovery and through all of the things. And it's now within the last couple of years, have I found this, like this deep unbecoming, really tapping into identity and who you are. And I'm still working through it. You know, like you said, Mm -hmm. it's a process because when we get to this point, we usually have 20, 30, 40 years worth of other stuff, people's crap we've been picking up and putting on as ours to kind of start peeling back the layers. Yeah. Yeah. And our brains are like file cabinets, right? They filter all the information that comes in and they file it into these different cabinets. And the meaning of those file cabinets is really where you get your information that you make your decisions. Um, You decide to stay stuck, you decide to go for it. And so it's amazing. The more that we know about the brain, we have access to that and we're able to really Um, do it in a positive way, you know, not just this, we're going to hustle through this and push through this because we, we know that doesn't work. And then you're left with shame and judgment and feeling worse about yourself, you know? So it's, there's so many powerful ways. And I know that you do this a lot with your clients too, where we're not just looking at what you don't want, but the real focus is on what you do want, because that's where the power to change comes from. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. It's, and not to switch, especially if you're like Katie or I, it's like that switch is we all focus on what we don't want. You know, I don't want this. I don't want that. And it was a shift. I know for me to really get into the focus of what I do want. And it wasn't an overnight shift because it didn't feel good. It didn't feel right. It's like, no, wait a minute. Aren't I supposed to focus on everything I don't want? No. When you truly bring in that positive thinking and, and what it is you want to bring into your life, because we have that, some of us, it, it doesn't feel right. It's the unknown. It's we're used to what we don't, we're used to that. I don't want, we're used to all of that, th- all of the things there. Right. Or we think we're not even worthy of considering what we may want. And that mm-hmm. feels selfish. 
when really that is where all the magic happens, including service to other people and making a difference in the world. You know, I had to come to a point where I had to change what selfish meant. I had to change what being a selfish person meant. And Mm -hmm. me focusing on what I do not want was me staying stuck. And I decided for myself that staying stuck was the most selfish thing I could do because people need me in my life to be happy. People need me in my life to be on fire. People need me to share my story and hopefully be able to help them. And so it went from, well, why would I focus on what I want to? How could I not focus on what I want? That is where the ripple effect happens. That's where the leadership happens. That's where being here to serve happens and and changes the world, you know, which is incredible. If you really think about your ripple effect <laughs> and what you what you can do both in a negative way or a positive way, we are very powerful people. And so let's focus on the positive and what we do want and what that's going to create in the world. Mm, that's so, so beautiful. I love that so, so much. Where, what are you working on currently right now for yourself, for your business? Right now, um, business wise, I, um, I just finished rebranding my website and it looks really good and I'm super (laughs) excited. Um, so my, so I have my website up and then I'm actually working on, I currently have one-on-one coaching, um, and some hypnotherapy offerings for people that are custom to what they're going through. Um, but I want to be more accessible to more people. So I'm actually working on, um, some courses, for women that consider themselves introverts or people with heavy anxiety. And it's more than just the normal self-sabotage fear showing up. Like they truly have suffered from anxiety in their lives. And, you know, I've been through the fire and I really want to be able to help other women feel like they don't have to sacrifice that more um, quiet, introverted part of them in a social media age and in the business age where everything is loud and everything is coming at you. And, you know, it, it, it almost feels like the game is rigged against us and it's easier for extroverts. And, um, I really want to serve those people and show them that there is a space for them too. And they don't have to change. They just have to be fully who they are. So that is what I'm working on in my business right now. Mm, I love that. That's so exciting. And I know, yes, and yes, preach for the introverts, please. Speak for the introverts. <laughs> I get it. Yes. Yes. Um, the world needs, the world needs us. Um, and then personally, I'm really just trying to focus on starting my mornings and getting into like my best state the state where I am my best self and not waiting till I'm like, Oh, this day sucks. Or (laughs) whoa, what is going on? Like what is happening? And really just being intentional about starting my day. And this is funny, starting my day with being not doing because I am a chronic overachiever. And I have found as I do the work on myself, my best comes out when I'm just expressing myself and I'm just being, I'm not trying with an intention to get something out of someone else or get something out of myself. So right now I'm like really diving into what it looks like to be and to be me. And, um, 
you know, kind of going back to the recovery thing, I, when I got sober, I didn't know anything about myself. Like I was a stranger to me. Yeah. And so now it's like, Oh, who am I? Like, how do, how does this girl have fun? Like how, <laughs> who is she really? And I'm, I'm falling in love with the process of getting to know who I am. And so, um, but I have to make more time for it. And so that's something that I'm really working on setting aside like sacred time to, to get to know who I am and, and what I want, like we talked about and, uh, who God made me to be. Mm, I love that. So, so much. So important. I'm working on the same thing too for my morning. Yeah, I'm totally. We're right there alignment. Cause I'm like, I have not been a morning person. I'm going to usually get up and go, Oh, let's hurry up and go do really quick. You know? Yeah. Um, I wait till the last minute to get out of bed. So, um, we're switching that up for sure. I love it so much. Katie, thank you so much. Is there, where can people find you? So my shiny new website <laughs> is uh, katieedwardscoaching.com. And I'm also on Instagram, uh, katieedwardscoach. And um, you can see me on both those places. Um, that's really where I have de- desi- decided to devote my time to those two platforms. I love it. Is there anything else on your heart you want to share before we go? Only that if you are following Katrina, you have this deep desire to do something bigger with your life. Like I know that, like if you're attracted to her, that, that is what is going on for you. So just know you're in the right space. Give yourself some grace. Um, You may not feel like you're on the journey, but just by being here today, listening to this, you are on that journey and you are making progress. And I'm just sending out all all the love and the positive. And I know, I know that um, if we really just focus on like this deep work and this healing and coming into ourselves that we really can do great things. Mm, that was so so beautiful I agree you were led to this episode for a reason you were here in this moment for a reason and it's incredibly great and I know that can be scary but that's why we're here that's why people like Katie are here that's why I'm here so you don't go through that alone thank you Katie for being here I just so enjoy watching your journey watching you grow and getting to connect and I'm so excited for all the things that you are doing thank you I'm so honored to be here Thank you guys for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who has a powerful story and are doing big things, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you helped me get this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way to take 60 seconds leave me a five-star review, and share this episode with a girlfriend. Don't forget to tag me on social media, and if that's not your thing, shoot me a DM because I would like to personally thank you for doing so. We are not meant to do this life alone, and I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time.